Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator. And I have a co-host here today. My name is Sue Wallace, and I'm a certified senior advisor, and I do advocacy uh, with folks all the time. So, And tonight, we have a very special guest. We have attorney Bradley Schwartz. He is with Greater National Advocates. So I'm going to have him say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Schwartz. Hello, everybody. How are you? Great, great. So tell us a little bit about who is Bradley Schwartz. Well, I am an attorney in Chicago, but I find my main role these days is uh, trying to connect people with uh, advocacy help when they need it through a uh, website, a nonprofit uh, website called Greater National Advocates. And that's designed specifically to make sure that the word gets out about what patient advocacy is, independent patient advocacy and how to connect with one. And the reason that I do it is kind of personal because nobody wakes up one day and says, boy, I wanna start a independent patient advocacy website. It doesn't really always work that way. For me, like so many other people, I became the uh, victim of horrific medical error as a result of medical miscommunication. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong for me when I went to the emergency room back in 2004. I had a really bad headache, wasn't getting any better. It was a holiday weekend. I arrived. Um, it seemed a little disorganized. People weren't really talking. I had friends and family with me, seven people all together. And I waited in the ER for eight to 10 hours without really getting any care, treatment, attention whatsoever. During that period of time, everything just got progressively worse um, until I got shipped off to ICU and put into a coma, uh, put on life-saving support for a month and I woke up to learn that I was going to lose all four of my limbs which I did and uh, that was pretty much the impetus for me starting Greater National Advocates. I mean after investigating and litigating, contemplating, uh, I came to the conclusion that if I would have had somebody with me in the hospital to make sure that signals didn't get crossed, warning signs didn't get missed, lab results were actually looked at, things like that, uh, pulling everybody together, I probably would not have had such a horrific outcome. So in a nutshell, that's who I am, and that's what I do, and that's why I do it. Um, GNA. Greater National Advocates has been around for a couple of years. We're already huge. I think we're the most visible directory for independent patient advocates in the USA. We get a lot of traffic and we do everything that we can to promote the profession and the advocates that are listed on our site to an audience that desperately needs to know about advocacy. And I'm not only talking about the patients and families, I am also talking about the hospitals, the institutions, the people that work there, and mm -hmm. all the advocates out there who really should be practicing advocacy, but they don't even know about it. So this is kind of like a three-pronged mission that I'm on right now. Uh, 
lot of work to do. Okay, yeah, a lot of work to do. <laughs> well, first of all, I commend you. I admire you. I respect you. And I'm so honored to have you here on my uh, podcast channel. Well, and thank you. I mean, we've been talking about this since Houston, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted to know about it. This is, yeah. this is so exciting because... I have just been, very recently, I have been an advocate to a woman in the hospital mm -hmm. that could not speak for herself at all. Right. And I, mean, I had so many nurses come to me and tell me that how much help I had been to them and also uh, what a difference I made, uh, you know, and that lady was so lucky to have an advocate. Mm -hmm. for yep. And so it's, you know, it, it's really real to me and i've known that for a long time you know that people just when they're placed in a, a especially a health situation they need an advocate and you know anybody in the hospital needs an advocate whether it's family or who it is so it doesn't, i mean you could be the chief of uh chief of staff at the hospital right. you go to. the minute you walk in there and put that robe on you are just another uh, helpless patient who can't even speak for themselves. That's absolutely correct. And there's so many people that need what you have to offer. So I do. I also commend you for all the work you've done. Uh, yeah, two years and you're the largest. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we are. I know what kind of traffic we get. I know how many people we help. I answer the phone all day long. I'm always connecting people with advocates. I hear those same types of stories that you do. It's just, yeah. just knowing that it works. But no, I think that we're uh, probably the most visible and we do a ton of outreach, which is, look, let's be real here. There's, this is a small world. And, you know, I think we, all of the advocacy organizations that uh, serve and cater to the independent patient advocacy profession, I think everybody is starting to realize that, you know, we are stronger together. The more we work together, the more we can accomplish. And, you know, that's why, you know, there's a big concentration amongst ourselves right now to concentrate on what it is that we're good at as an organization, because it's just like anything else. If you try and do too much of anything, you're never going to be exceptional at one thing. And we at GNA, we just want to be exceptional at one thing, and that is promoting the industry and making that connection with the uh, with the public that needs an advocate. So we focus on that. Uh, and relying on all these other organizations to do all of their fantastic work of training, certifying, uh, teaching advocates how to actually run a business, those are all critical. And we would not be able to do anything with Greater National Advocates if it hadn't been for any of these other organizations. I'm talking about AFA, Advo Connection, the PAC Board, NAHAC, all these groups. Um, we're all realizing that there's strength in unity, strength in numbers. And I, I think this is going to be a really good year for the entire profession. I know it is. I know it is. We're, we're trying to make this a household name. <laughs> hey, yep. It's one of my taglines. Mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. And I, your story is so powerful because, you know, other people would have given up. They would have, you know, gone in the towel and went to a world of depression and misery, which I'm quite sure you 
superseded all that. No, you go. You have to go through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't just live. Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't come out of the hospital with no limbs and a big smile on my face. Exactly. Exactly. Your your testimony is so powerful because you took your testimony and you are helping so many people. You know that three prong that you talk about. You're helping patients. You're helping advocates. You're helping the organization itself. It's, it's wonderful what you're doing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you have any questions? For oh, me? I just I I'm sure I have a million questions. But uh, so tell me, why don't you tell me a little bit because I don't know the different organizations. Uh, they sound powerful that you work with. And okay, well, like I said, you know. We'll start in the beginning, and in the beginning was probably, you know, depending on who you ask, I'd say, you know, 2008, 2009 or so when uh, people really started to self-identify as patient advocates. And at the time, there were people who were leaving nursing and leaving social work and deciding that, I mean, these are pioneers who got fed up uh, with the system before everybody was talking about how horrific it really was. Um, and they they went off and, and started this field in, in different areas. And they uh, organized. And the first organization, I believe, was the National Association of Healthcare Advocacy Consultants. They're still around. They're a, a leading force uh, in terms of, you know, making sure that advocates are represented. Uh, I served on the board of directors of that organization. And there are other organizations like uh, the Alliance of Professional Healthcare Advocates, another great resource where uh, advocates are provided with all the materials that they need to actually learn how to conduct this uh, profession, learn how to do do's and don'ts and understand the business of patient advocacy and you know how to present yourself in a business situation and actually how to make a living off of it. Then there is the Patient Advocacy Certification Board, which is a very important group because frankly, we wouldn't be anywhere if without uh, certification. And you know, I served on the Patient Advocate Certification Board as well. Um, you know, that's what I was saying earlier. All of these organizations great gave me the insight and the knowledge to understand that there was a lane for greater national advocates. I didn't want a credential. I don't want to train. I don't want to teach. I want to make advocacy available to people, uh, make it easy to find an advocate so that they can get immediate help so that something like what happened to me doesn't happen to them. But I can't do it alone and I don't do it alone. So these groups are very, very important to um, to the entire let's call it the ecosystem of independent patient advocacy. And And really you did, Bradley, you did that rather quickly. Uh, You said that your hospitalization was in 2004 and then by 2009, you had formed this organization. Uh, By 2009, 2010, I was starting to learn about it. Then I you know, after learning about it, investigating it, getting totally enamored and impressed by it, that's when I started serving on uh, the boards of directors and started a local group that eventually evolved into Greater National Advocates. And Greater National Advocates actually went live 
uh, as an entity about uh, two years ago. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. Yeah, so I was telling uh, Sue that what happened with my career, my chosen advocacy path was you find out about one organization and then they say you should find out about this one and it, it just builds. Yeah. And for me, the collaboration and the camaraderie is oh, so, yeah. you know, for us, us to stand together as a uh, industry. It's not about oh. one lane, you know, I mean, it's all different pieces of a puzzle that you can put together and you get different resources and they all come together. Right. And we saw that personally firsthand, you know, from the other side uh, when we went down to Houston. I mean, there are uh, good hearted, well-intentioned people who are willing to, you know, serve patients and use their knowledge and skills and experience and connections to serve patients. And not all of them are coming from uh, hospitals uh, right now. I mean, we went to a a uh, health advocacy conference, right. Deirdre and I, mm -hmm. in Houston, that was pretty much funded by Big Pharma, but they were doing it the right way, don't you think? I think so, but you know, the only thing, I love the relationships that I met people and got to see a different side, but I'll say it, I really wanted us to have a, a lane as private patient advocates, because not many people know about private patient advocates. So that's why what you're doing is so important to increase the awareness of what is a private patient advocate and how can we work with the patient advocates that are in the behind Big Pharma, big behind the hospital, behind the, yep. you know, yep. other organizations. Yep. So yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all, I mean, we share names because we're kind of think we're doing the same thing, but if we could you know, put our heads together, we can really get things done. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so true. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it, and it's just working with, you know, what, whatever the situation is and doing, I was telling Deidre that sometimes the client that I have right now, she really relates to me more than she does her own family because yeah. I'm the person that's helping her, okay? I mean, that's the face she sees. And so uh, that's so important because you have to, you know, bring the family in as appropriate and yep. things like that. So it's just knowing uh, discernment, as you said, to know uh, exactly what to, you know, do next because every situation is so different. Right. But we can learn from one another. So it can help so much. This will and, help me a lot. And to me, it's so powerful as a patient advocate. I know what my specialty is. So I know to reach out to other patient advocates mm -hmm. that may need, that if my client needs something that I am not specializing in, I have no problem reaching out to another advocate and saying, hey, I need your help navigating mm -hmm. insurance because that's not what I do. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, yeah, these, and these problems, you know, they go hand in hand. Good luck finding uh, somebody with a medical problem that isn't going to experience a billing issue to go along with it. I mean, right, absolutely. They seem to be tied to each other. Yes, yes. yes. True. So, Bradley, your your basically your target audience is nearly anyone who's involved in healthcare, whether they are I'm trying to wake. I'm I'm trying to wake up the nation to the life saving benefits of independent patient advocacy. Mm -hmm. And when I say wake up the nation, you're right. There's a lot of people in that nation, and there are a lot of different groups and organizations uh, that need to be made aware. Um, so. Mm -hmm. 
And I love networking. It just it is work for me all the years that I, I started the first personal assistance company. Oh, I want to hear a little bit more about your your okay. little uh, your history, if I may, you know. Tell me how you got started. Tell me, you know. Well, I, actually, I started the first, uh, God just picked me. I was not a social worker. I was not a nurse. Uh, but uh, it was laid on my heart to help people in their home provide services. And so I started it with myself. And um, it just grew. And I had that company for 26 years. Wow. And in 2006, I heard about this organization. It was called Certified Senior Advisor. And I thought, you know, maybe I better check that out because I'd been giving advice for a long time to folks. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure I really knew what I knew, you know, kind of thing. And so anyway, then I became a, a, a CSA. And I did that. Um, as part of my company, you know, the offering for my company. And then um, in May of this year, I decided that I would do it full time. So, um, and because I know, and I just love it because I love uh, to help people. And uh, that's what advocacy is. It's just whatever they're going through, you know, so. And, you know, I've always, you know, I love what you do and the, you know, we have a lot of uh, certified senior advisors, uh, geriatric care, uh, care managers, mm-hmm. uh, all these different names. You know, we are all advocates. Uh, but you know, for example, CSAs. I mean, they they define themselves as pretty much advocates that are serving a population of seniors and elderly. But we're doing the same work. Wow. Uh, same thing with a lot of the folks in you know cancer and and rare disease. Uh, they're advocates for a specific targeted audience, a targeted group of patients and loved ones. Um, I'm trying to cast a broad net and I and include people like you and the CSAs and the case managers and the RN patient advocates and the nurse advocates and the health coaches wow. and the wellness professionals and the integrative and holistic and complementary medicine people, everybody. Uh, that has something to offer from a healthcare perspective, I think should be easily found and be in a position to collaborate with other people. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. It's about building your village. That's right. Yes, really is. So I'm trying to build a virtual one. So I welcome <laughs> you. Um, CSAs are huge and important. Mm-hmm. So I expect to see you soon. If you were not, they you were, they were, <laughs> Uh, I've talked about it for quite a while and now there's a few here but when I started when I went to the the live class uh, I was the only person in healthcare, and it was 200 over 200 people in that class where where are they coming from so uh, they were mostly insurance uh, investment you know type financial Uh things so I was kind of odd. I was the odd girl there, you know, but I taught them a lot, you know, <laughs> I taught them a lot about healthcare. And now we do have several that are, are that have become CSAs that are running like senior centers and things like that, which is great because they can advocate so much for a number of people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've done what I can, uh, but I look, I personally just love to be involved with the clients and their families and 
help them through, uh, like say, whatever it is that they're going through. Sometimes it's a difficult, it's difficult yeah. situations it's and you bring easy. other disciplines in to help you, you know, as far as the healthcare. So uh, I know a lot of people in the 26, well, thir about 30 years I've been doing this now. So uh, I know a lot of different people from different networking groups that need to know about advocacy mm -hmm. also. Absolutely. So anyway, Absolutely. so we can get the word out in, uh, in this area for sure. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. so I'm delighted to meet you. So, so I would say that anybody who is thinking about being a patient advocate, or if you're a patient or, or loved one of a patient, go to Bradley's website. It is well worth it. You have some educational stuff on there too. Uh, we promote and we partner with many organizations. And if it's a good event that's going to provide some benefit to the patient and family community or to the advocacy community, we're going to get behind it. So it may look like we put on a lot of events on our own. No, we just get behind them and support them. So that's pretty much what we do. Wow. Educational platform, networking platform, resource platform. Yep. <laughs> so if someone wanted to find out more about your organization, Greater National Advocates, what is the best ways that they can reach out and find out more? Well, the best way to find out anything about Greater National Advocates is just to go there. And you're going to want to go to GNANOW, G-N-A-N-O-W.org, and it'll take you right to Greater National Advocates, and you're going to see right off the bat how it is that we uh, promote the concept of independent patient advocacy to the public. And then if you're an advocate or if you're an uh, a would be or a could be or a wannabe advocate, uh, there is a place for advocates to take a look around and become listed on the directory so that your services can be made available to patients and families that need you. And that's what we do. We promote the profession and we promote the services of the individual advocates and give them stuff to do while they're there. I mean, right. you don't get listed. You could write blogs that we publish all over the place, uh, you know, all kinds of all kinds of uh, stuff that we do to actually, you know, spread the word um, because, you know, I've just found it's really hard sometimes to walk in somewhere and like, you know, sell yourself. I think it's sometimes a little bit easier and almost sometimes a little bit more credible when you have other people that are saying, hey, you know, I'm behind this and I'm I'm with this, which is why it's so great to be on a program like this, because you guys are making it real easy. You know, <laughs> you're going to go tell all your friends and all your organizations, everybody that you got to go to GNANow.org right now. What are you waiting for? It's, no, seriously. You can, That's seriously it is hard to get people to commit to something like this. You know, yeah. it's free and we're doing it without, you know, we have, we're never going to charge anybody a dime to be listed on Greater National Advocates, and we're going to never charge patients or families to use our services. So um, I'm, I want to give this away, and I want to make it available to everybody. So, oh, well, I think and then, you know, they, because of our partnerships with all these other organizations, it's wow. like once you're in, you're in. You get trained, you meet other people, you get certified, mm -hmm. you get, you know, you, you learn everything. So, mm -hmm. but if you got skills, if you've been there, you've been through something. And you know you could offer that assistance to somebody else and you've done it for friends and family 
You can do it. No reason to hold, no reason to hold back. Right. Try to help other people out. And we know how many people need those advocates in a healthcare situation, hospitals. Uh, you know, I was recently in, in a hospital with a client for a long time, and the nurses told me there are so many people on this floor that need somebody like you. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it's out there. Mm -hmm. And we just need to make sure there's enough people that know right. about it that can yeah. help uh, people that are in need. So I thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Deidre, thank you for allowing me to co-host with you tonight. This was a yeah. real this was I've a seen you. You've co-hosted before. Yes. I've been watching. I have co-hosted before, but this was a real treat to get All right. Well, I'm really, I'm really glad. You know, let's, you know, let's not uh we, we can get real fun and you know do some other good fun topics and stuff down the road too. I'm glad I got to do the introduction and everything. Uh, I love doing this sort of thing. Um, but yeah, this was great. And I'm, uh, thank you so much uh, for having me and for making room for me and for allowing me to speak about greater national advocates and to kind of uh, hopefully convince some people to get on board. Right, right. Great. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Health Chats Among Friends, where we bring you reputable resources from our local communities and nation. So tune in next week for, for another amazing guest. Thank you, Attorney Schwartz.